This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now back to your regular programming. You've never heard less productive analysis. Heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. Welcome to the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. I am your host, Sean Anderson. As always, presented by the Believe Podcast Network, affiliated with Hack City. Who named Hack City? I'm not going to say who named Hack City. We all know who named Hack City. It was me. The creative one, but it is what it is. I'm solo. I am solo, and I know I got baited into it. And credit to Joe, because he's doing a radio bit. And he's trying to be Mr. Tough Guy. Oh, I'm mad at Sean. I'm mad at Sean. I'll give you the rundown. I, I'm going to give you the rundown today. We'll break the fourth wall. I'll give, the, give you the itinerary. I'm not playing around with his goofy ass today. I'll say this. He made good points when actually talking about football and not pouting. That's why, if he's going to do a solo show, I always encourage it. Because he's good at it. It's easy to see. And all the people that tweeted at me, thank you. All the people that thought that I wouldn't listen and I would get taken aback by this radio stunt. Thank you. You all fulfilled the, 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 the task that was requested of you by Joe DeLeon. You were. Unfortunately, I'm just a couple steps ahead of where he's at about all the time. I guess I'll formally introduce myself. Sean Anderson, former University of Rhode Island football player, a co-host of the Believe in FCS Football podcast with Joe DeLeon. You can follow him on Twitter at Joe DeLeon. Follow myself on Twitter at Sanderson Radio. I'll get to the read. He did a good read. I'll give him that. He just read off the read. That's what he did. Didn't feel like getting too creative with it. And then, uh, congratulations, Joe. You uh, you read off of a an email, and then you didn't stumble on it. Really uh, pushing the envelope there. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna shit on him the whole show. I won't because that's that's childish. It's pointless. Uh, but he has presented me with the opportunity to do what I would think is a creative and interesting solo podcast. I, I like what he did. I'm sure he was uh, frustrated with some of my uh, timing on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I was frustrated with some of his on Saturday, Sunday. And Monday, flexibility goes both ways. But that's not what this is all about. This is a ruse. This is a ruse. I have taken the bait willingly. If I really wanted to get him, I wouldn't take the bait. I would act like it didn't bother me. It doesn't. But I would act even more like it doesn't bother me. About his come on the show and yell about Sean and, oh, I'm, I'm Mr. Tough Guy. I'm, uh, he doesn't take it seriously and he's hurting the product and he's, uh, go tell him, ask him where he's at. Okay, Joe. People asked. People said that the show was better with you solo. 
You do a good solo show. You know what you're talking about. You prepped extensively, but you're not the only one that could do that. You're not the only one that you can do that. You're trying to out-radio me, which means that I finally inspired you. That's how it works. I finally inspired you to do something uh, a little edgy. So if we're doing the cat and mouse, what started what, who started who, who's coming out on top, who got what they really wanted and desired out of the best content uh, for this show, I did. Because Joe did something interesting and topical and engaging, which is what I am hoping to do. And that's what I think we typically do together. But if he's going to say, if he's going to try to flip this of me doing a solo show into, oh, look what I did. I did this so Sean would uh, would do a solo show and then he records and he cares. He does this and that. I care. I do. Always have. Always will. But he's going to try to flip this in a way that it was his design, his mastermind. No, 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 no. No, this was not by design by me. But through this... Would that be the transitive property? I believe it would be. I have inspired Joe to, to, to get that episode out. That is what I did. Seems like people enjoyed it. That is the point. That's the point of the show. The point of the show is also to tell you about Bet Online. Football's back. I took a bloodletting last night. Chargers three and a half. The Chargers hate to cover. They love winning and not covering. They, they lose by the hook. The hook will kill you uh, with the Chargers. They do. They won by three points, and they needed to get four points. Their coach loves going for two and wasting opportunities for points because of analytics. It's hubris. Don't let that get you twisted. But moving forward, are we going to bet on the Chargers? No. We'll bet on the Chargers not covering because they don't. You know where we're going to do that at? BetOnline.ag. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends there. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. NHL is starting up. NBA is starting up. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, now that that is out of the way, I'm going to go break into my weekend here, if, if you all don't mind, if you'll indulge me. I would love to break into my weekend what I did. It was a fun weekend. I would say it was productive. It was nice. A nice, wholesome weekend. Friday, right? We get the shows knocked out. We have two shows last week. Good. Bang, bang. Good. Friday. Joe's aware of this, by the way. He's aware of all of this. Wake up, drive up to Boston. Staying in Boston because I'm going to the URI homecoming game. Haven't been to URI since I graduated December of 2019. That's where I decided, okay, I still know, I still have a bunch of friends on the team. Uh, I, I know some uh, of teammates in my class or a class above me are going. It'd be nice to see them all again. I haven't seen hardly anybody in three years, just about. What is it, two, two years and 10 months, basically. So I said, okay, let's uh, let's go up and see the boys, see the coaches, you know, have a, have a good time. This is what a lot of people do. They go to the homecoming. Let it also be noted, I'm going to an FCS football game. 
something that I guess seems to be overlooked by a uh, certain co-host. Regardless, drive with the boss on Friday. Start driving, I believe, at 9 a.m., 9-ish, maybe 9.15. Get in Boston around 5.45, 6-ish. Okay, it's Friday. We're not taping on Friday, though. That's a commute. It was a haul. New York killed me. Uh, the parks, the, the, the park, parkway hurt me. Driving through the city hurt me, but it is what it is. Connecticut is just full of construction. Uh, it's just full of construction. Boston has the worst roads in America, regardless. Drive up on Friday. Have some dinner with the family. Settle in. Okay, Saturday, wake up, game day, drive, wake up, uh, I think I'm on the road at 10, get down to Boston, uh, 11, or get, leave from Boston to Providence to URI, get there 1130, wait 45 minutes in a traffic line, okay, that, that wasn't great, but go to the homecoming tailgate, see some people that I know, uh, see some, it's nice, You're, that's what homecoming is, go to the game. Watch the game on the field. Uh, have a good time. I just watch you or I beat Elon in good fashion. A gritty win. A massive win for CAA standings. A massive win to stay ranked. A massive win because these are games that Rhode Island hasn't typically won. And I've said it previously. They're learning how to win, which is good for the program. Elon has also been learning how to win. Gritty game, really could have gone 50-50 just about the entire game until I think six minutes left in the fourth quarter. But, huge game for Rhode Island in the CAA. Not a backbreaker, though, for Elon. Because if you watch the game, you know the game, you know the CAA. Something like this is going to happen next week where it's going to be a 50-50 toss-up. Uh, Richmond-Villanova also, I think I believe I picked that on FC Estimates. Toss-up, a lot of toss-ups. So, both, both teams next week could stumble or they could thrive. And that's what they are looking to do. Okay, after the game, go to a little tailgate, have some food, chat up a little bit, then go back to Boston. This is Saturday night. Arrive back in Boston, have dinner, go out to Fenway, uh, go to the, so, uh, a couple bars there. Nice time. Okay, Sunday. An original intent on Sunday was to drive home that morning. Recording time for my other job changed from 8 p.m. to 3 p.m. Now, if it's at minimum a seven-hour drive, I'm not making it back to Northern Virginia in time to record and do all the prep and do everything that I need to do. So, stay in Boston Sunday. Record, edit, I, that's what it is. It's what it has to do. It's job, have a stable Wi-Fi connection, do my primary job. Sunday, go to bed, wake up Monday. Monday, what do I do? Drive home, because that's what I am doing now. Drive home, make it in seven hours, luckily, by the grace of God. Good time. Immediately go to another job to tape two more podcasts that evening. Get back at my house at 1130 at night, last night. Today, wake up, taping at 9 a.m., Taping at 9 a.m., so I'm up 7.30 prepping, trying to get everything set up and good and ready to go for an effective episode. So in the, in, what is that? About 48 hours, that's four shows and duh, 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 about 12, I give it 10 hours of driving. I, the whole weekend, probably about 17 hours of driving. 
if, if that's how we're doing it. It's what I wanted to do, though, so I'm not playing victim. But at the same time, schedules change. It's how this industry works. Joe knows that. He knows it, but he is trying to incite me. But I have incited him. So now here we are. It's the FCS Football Podcast. I can't get shit on for schedule changing. I can't. Because then I'm up Monday and we tape on Monday instead of me driving back from Boston. You can't drive back from Boston, come back here, and tape. That's not how it works. And he knows that. Whatever. Sick of talking about this. But Rhode Island was fun. It was fun. Had some good meals. Saw uh, family. It's always nice to do that. And then seeing coaches and then seeing your friends is always... I recommend it. I didn't recommend it for a while. And then now I do. You kind of just grow into it. I'm sure a lot of people were like that. I know last two years out of college, it was like, I'll never go back there. I'm over it. You know, I'm going to I'm going to the D.C. bars. You know, I'm, a, I'm an adult now. But now it's kind of like, ah, oh, you know, you miss those people. So if he is trying to deprive that niceness for me, Joe, uh, then it is what it is. That's not all that I have for today. He thinks it's all that I have is just me coming on here to mess with him or retaliate or rebut. That's not all. Uh, I'm happy to see Southern Illinois won. Uh, that is That always brings a smile to my face. That's something I was hoping to discuss with him today around this time of taping, but he did a solo show, which I encourage him to do if there's a scheduling conflict like this. Again, I will reiterate, if it's a massive week of FCS football, a 1v2 matchup where South Dakota State wins, that is an episode that needs to be recorded on Monday. If one of the hosts can't make it on Monday, go ahead, Joe, record it. The product will always be better with both of us. Always. That is what it is. That's what it's always been. So recorded. He did a good job. It was what needed to be done. He should have said something about Southern Illinois. He didn't. Southern Illinois rules. Because they didn't. And now they do. And they're sticking it to everybody. I also heard that Joe didn't do fat stats because that is a segment that I prepped for the show. Today, I will do it uninterrupted for the first time in three years. Let's get into it. Starting it off, NC Central quarterback Davius Richard, 17 for 24, 217 yards, four touchdowns passing. Additionally, nine rush yards, 66, uh, nine rushes, 66 rush yards, two touchdowns, six total touchdowns, about 277 total yards pretty fat. I would say that's pretty fat right there. Moving on, Princeton wide receiver, Dylan Classy, nine receptions, 169 yards, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns for a wide receiver is going to catch my eye. You get over 150 yards. Also, you're going to make it on the fat stats list. Moving on, Central Arkansas running back Darius Hale had a big day. 23 rushes, 170 yards, two touchdowns. Pretty similar to the wide receiver. Actually, damn, they're exactly similar. Uh, in, In the final line, again, over 150 yards and you have two touchdowns you're gonna make it on here sacred heart quarterback marquez mccray 
21 for 30, 405 yards, 400 yards and above. You will definitely get eyeballs on that. One passing touchdown, seven rushes for 29 yards and one rushing touchdown. Finishes the day with, what is that, 434 total yards and two touchdowns. Western Carolina wide receiver uh, Sincere Lee, five catches, 164 yards, two touchdowns. Impressive to do it on five catches. I believe he had a 69-yarder. Maybe it was a 58 uh, reception regardless. five ca- That's over uh, uh, 20 yards of reception, obviously. Furman wide, uh, running back uh, Dominic Roberto, 25 rushes, 252 yards, two touchdowns. That is an obese, an obese stat line. Youngstown State running back Jaleel McLaughlin, 32 rushes, 200 yards, two touchdowns. Montana State wide receiver Willie Patterson, seven catches, 148 yards, three touchdowns. You stay under that 150-yard mark? Okay, maybe not an eyeball. Three touchdowns, that's getting you in it. Here's an interesting one. Cal Poly quarterback Spencer Brash, 30 for 48, 394 yards, four touchdowns, four interceptions. Double fat. You almost negate the touchdowns and the interceptions there because... They're, you throw, it's just fat. It's a fat line. Uh, Albany quarterback Reese Poffenbarger. Yeah. Uh, 26 for 35, 337 yards, four touchdowns. Very, very solid stat line there. Austin P. wide receiver. Uh, Dre McCray, five, receive, uh, five receptions, 166 yards, two touchdowns. Jackson State quarterback Shador Sanders, 36 for 48, 272 yards. Five touchdowns, two interceptions. Two interceptions, not great there. Not a fat four-interception day like Spencer Brash. Mercer quarterback Fred Payton, 23 for th- uh, 25, 383 yards, five touchdowns, one in- interception. Two incompletions away from almost a perfect day. Incarnate Word quarterback Lindsey Scott, 27 for 36, 327 yards, and five touchdowns. A massive, massive day for the FCS quarterbacks on Saturday. And Sac State running back Cameron Skedabo will wrap us up with a 29-yard, uh, 29 rushing attempt day for 201 yards. I think, I think I'm locking in with Furman running back Dominic Roberto or Roberto uh, with a 25 rush, 252 yards two touchdown day that's fat that is what it is you don't it doesn't get really much better than that now in radio this would just be called a first break obviously with a co-host first break doesn't go get into segment b and c but for solo and a podcast obviously i'm going to give myself the break signal break signal and that will wrap it up for the sean solo show went longer than joe i'd like that to be noted uh so together maybe we would have gone for 40 minutes combined Regardless, uh, don't give Joe too much. Uh, uh, um, don't don't mess around, with Joe. I, I, I beat him up enough. I, I thought it was fun. I thought that his interaction on the show was funny. It was uh, it was creative, and I, I <laughs> it's fun. It's a fun thing to do, uh, and I thought he did a very good job. So I'm not going to send the listeners on a uh, on a social media uh, a witch hunting for Joe DeLeon. But they'll, you'll listen to this and maybe just say, I don't know, excited for, the, excited for the preview show when both of you are together again. How about that? We can tweet that out to both of us or none of us, or you can just go stick it. This is the Believe in FCS Football Podcast.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.